even though I, I should have been recording while you were eating just to keep things consistent within, you know, the intros of these fucking episodes. <laughs> Dude, I don't eat at all during the day. So when I come home, I have to get ready to do the podcast, but I'm also hungry as shit because I only eat like, like a, I'm doing the intermittent fasting thing again. No, oh, are you? Yeah, because, you know, I, when I look at myself in this little screen, my cheeks are getting a little chubbier. Can you do intermittent fasting with all like the candy and junk food and food that comes in wrappers that you eat? Yes, this is healthy. It's just peanut butter. And then, you know, and my whiskeys are healthy and my well, I only drink water, really, and kombucha. Which just, doesn't have as much sugar as other things. Just water, kombucha, and, and whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking whiskey right now. Or scotch. Hmm. Dude, it's interesting. So today on my route. So I have a guy on my route that's getting stuff forwarded, right? Because mm-hmm. he's moving. And um, I had, for a couple days, forgotten to forward his mail. And I've just been like putting stuff in his mailbox. Mm-hmm. And so, and his next door neighbor is also conveniently also on forwarding, right? So I go to, to pull out the mail from that guy's mailbox that's that's moving, and then the on the his next door neighbor who's also moving has some people outside. And I was like, "Do you guys live here?" And they were like, "No." And I was like, "I was just wondering if he put in a Ford, you know, I was just making sure." And they were like, "I think he did put in a Ford. He's definitely moving." And I was like, do you guys know who's moving in so I know, like, a last name to look for, you know, when mail starts coming in for that house? And they were like, oh, yeah, it's this guy. And they point to the next door neighbor. So one of those guys are literally moving right next door. I mean, that's tight. Isn't isn't that crazy? Like, why would you do that? That's so stupid. I think the other guy's actually moving away. But, yeah, one of them is moving from... Just the literally next door. I wonder if that's renting or if that's buying. Like if it like, you know, like if he like bought his buddy's house next door so they can have two adjacent lots. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. It could be. But I mean, this is like a this is a like a housing like people people own their houses in this little development. You know, I know people who do that back home, especially like especially like if it's like a um, like a townhouse development, you know, like like a court system. I know a couple people where it's like, God damn you. Where like grandma lives at like, you know, number seven and then auntie lives at number 13. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple people on my route that have like, there's the same last name for like the first Mm -hmm. couple. I'm like, what the fuck? Growing up, there was a family that lived in a duplex and like one half was the grandma and then the other half was like the guy I like grew up with. Hmm. You know. Yeah. Do you know everybody I, on your route? Not everybody. I mean, there's people I avoid because they hate me. There's people that are really friendly with me. There's one guy whose wife just died, and they're relatively young, and that's really sad. But now I'm like kind of like confused on like what I'm supposed to do, and like I had meant to get him a card. Thank you so much. Why would you I, get him a card? That says, like, I'm sorry your wife died. <laughs> sorry you have a dead wife now. Yeah. Um, but I've waited too long. Now That was, like, half a year ago. So I can't just do give him a card. Do not do it now. now. No, you can't. 
honestly, just wait a little bit longer and then just be like, sorry, man. Like, I didn't know when the good time was. So I waited 17 months. <laughs> oh, hey, well, I saw I, that I, you've moved on a little bit. So here's a reminder of your dead fucking wife. <laughs> and here's a coupon for Tinder. <laughs> Do you have to pay for Tinder? Huh? Do you pay for Tinder? I'm saying for him, you can pay for Tinder. I'm saying for him. Can you really? I like, I'm, I'm legitimately asking because like I, I have never been single during the age of like dating apps. So I've never like used any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I do pay for Tinder. That's the only one I pay for. Really? I'm on all of them. But... You pay for that one? Yeah. Is oh. it worth it? God damn it. Jordan's eating. Can't see what- Jordan's eating shrimp right now on a fucking skewer. It's the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. I like how your intermittent fasting plan is that you only eat during podcast recording. <laughs> it's the perfect time. You know? It's you get fucking, two things done at once. Whatever. Um, We're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's gonna put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never gonna have sex again. Alright, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. There we go. I had to get it in. Yeah. Alright. Um no, because you can't see likes. You know, so if someone likes you in what? You in can't Tinder? See them. They're all blurry. So you got to keep swiping, hoping to hoping to get that person that liked you so you can like, you know what I mean? And you, that's how they get you. They they don't let you see who liked you. And then you then you get all freaked out. And then when you pay, it's just a bunch of ugly people. How much like, do you yeah. how much do you pay for this like virtual uh, sexual cucking? I have no idea. Dude, that's just what it is because in your mind, you're like, yeah, man, like, man, my hair looks so good in this fucking photo. I'm going to post it up. I'm going to find some hot girl who like is turning her life around by going to hairdressing school. And then it's just a bunch of fucking dogs like in your shit. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're not, uh, you know, and sometimes I'll match and then like, it just ends there. Like they don't say anything or I don't say anything. And just like, it just like stays in that spot. Are you sure it's because yeah. you match and then you immediately say like, hey, what's up? And they're like, nope, 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 nope. No, no, no. I'm saying there's no chatting at all because sometimes I'll just wait for them and chat with me. That's like the move. But it just doesn't happen. And so you, I don't. you pay money to play hard to get? <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. And, it you is know, a weird thing. Like, it's the first time I've ever done anything like this because, you know, I was in a seven year relationship. And this shit came out like in the middle of that. Yeah. So I'm experiencing like everybody's so they already know how to do everything. And I'm coming into it not knowing how to do anything. You know what I mean? So when I talk yeah, to you're people, pure like, oh, and you're you surrounded by a bunch of whores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Just Jordan and a bunch of sluts hanging out on his phone <laughs> for $17 a month. <laughs> like don't meet up you know yeah right just getting cucked on his fucking iphone 9 and it's funny because i see a lot of things like a lot of girls in their summary they're like no i'm not gonna be your fucking mom to give you like so a lot of people use these apps to just like talk to people you know 
they just like need someone to talk to. I can tell because a lot of girls are like, I ain't gonna sit here and just give you therapy sessions, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm here to fuck, you know? <laughs> That's so tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here for no, your I'm mind. Here. I'm here for your balls. And then there's a lot of fake accounts and they're really easy to spot. How many have you interacted have with? Huh? How many fake accounts have you interrupted with? Interacted I, with? Well, I just wouldn't interact with them because you can tell they're fake. Yeah. You can tell because you have a summary or it'll say my Snapchat is blah, blah, blah. So they just want you to get on their Snapchat. Their premium snaps. Um, you mentioned yeah. something last week that I wanted you to 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 elaborate on. Oh, uh, no. After you're done. I probably drink, have a different team. No, drink your fucking kombucha. Ew. Yeah. Something's gross about this. Yeah, the whole thing is gross about it. Kombucha isn't good. Um, No, the yeah, fucking... Yeah. You never told the story about someone pulling a gun on you at work. It wasn't at work? You said that someone pulled a gun on you. Yeah, I was on South Street. I was like probably 18 at the time. Oh, man, I thought that... Because we were talking about shit at work. I thought you were saying that someone pulled a gun on you while you were on the job. No, we were just talking about guns and shit. Well, whatever, Jordan. Tell me the story about someone on South Street pulling a gun on you. So the, there was this party at this house on South Street that happened, and it was a sweet party. And it was I was with a girl I was dating at the time, and the next couple days we heard about a party happening at that same house. So we were going to that party, but everything looked kind of dead, you know, like. Like there wasn't a party happening there that night. Like maybe there's some kind of misinformation. So it was obvious that no one was home. So we were just standing there on South Street, kind of like figuring out what to do. And then these group of dudes came by, walking by. And then one of them broke off from the group, came up to me. And he was like, what do you got? And he just starts putting his hands in my pockets. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> He's like, literally just like, he just like came up to me and just started doing it. Like, uh, you know, I felt very um, violated. It was awful. Um, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And he pulls out, like, I had $2 on me and then a phone. And then my phone. So he took both those. And um, and then he, like, yeah, he had a gun on him, basically. He, like, flashed his gun while he was doing it. And then I was like, oh, the fuck? And then he walked away. And then his group of buddies was like, dude, give him back his phone. So then he, well, then he just walked back and was like, here you go. He walked back and like threw me my phone, but he kept the two bucks. And then uh, he was like waving his gun in the air and shit after he's like leaving me. And I was just like, I was so pissed, you know, that that happened. You know, it was right in front of the girl I was dating at the time. It was really humiliating. And um, yeah. How does it and feel to I, be so pathetic that like a low level criminal just just like takes pity on you? He's like, come on, man, give that dude. Look at him. Look at this guy. Don't do him it's like that. They were like, dude, like, that dude's like definitely under eighteen. You can't be doing this, to, like, kids, you know? Because I'm sure at the time I didn't have facial hair. Was like a little eighteen year old little dude, you know, probably smaller than I am now. You were really and, tiny back then. Yeah, and I looked it too. So, um, yeah, and then I got in my car. And I was really pissed that that happened. 
And I have this little Jamaican guy on my dashboard. And in today's world, that would be appropriation. Um, but I took that thing, tore it off my dashboard and threw it. And it just happened to hit my windshield. And it cracked my windshield. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, so I made my night even worse. <clears throat> to make it even worse than that, literally a week later, I go to this crazy party where I get super fucked up. And then I was still drunk, driving home the next morning, and I get pulled over from the crack in my windshield that I made. <clears throat> and then this motherfucking cop was like, have you been drinking? I said, no. And he's like, then why does it smell like alcohol? And I was like, because I was drinking last night. And he was like, oh, okay. So he calls for backup. And then he gives me this, like, he gives me the street test, the field test or whatever. Field sobriety test, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I passed with flying colors. It was awesome. And then I get home, and I literally just start throwing up everywhere. I had, like, the worst hangover of my life. But it didn't start until I got home. It was really weird. I think maybe because I was still drunk or something. I don't know. Or adrenaline. But it might have been adrenaline when the whoop whoop happened, you know? Yeah. I was real lucky. So, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> that was like the worst week ever. That's such a Frederick tale of just like, I got robbed outside of a party, but then the guy felt bad for me and gave me my fucking a, shit back. A party that didn't happen. And, yeah. I had not analyzed that part of it until now. And that is kind of funny that they, uh, man, give him back man, his phone. Get to look at him. Look at this guy standing outside of this abandoned house with this girl. <laughs> Just give him his fucking phone back, dude. Come on. Yeah. Give dude. this loser his shit back. And then I broke my windshield over it, lost two bucks, you know? That, that, that sounds about right. That sounds like something you would do in a little fit of rage with your tiny little fists. Um. <laughs> oh. Uh. Fuck. So we didn't bring it up on the show, but I feel like we we can. Um. So fucking. Did you watch James's episode of Guys Grocery Games? No, because I don't have. Can you send me that? Um. I can send you a link to it, but if you get uh, there, you can do like a free trial of YouTube TV for two okay. weeks, and it's on there. Yeah, because I I've been really wanting to see. It. I've seen clips. I'm gonna spoil it a little and, bit. Um, but, um, well, Jordan looks like Jordan froze again. So, but, um, my like best friend growing up, like high school, and we were like in uh bands together and stuff, James, um, who some people might know who like know me in my real life or whatever, but he, um, he's a pastry chef in New Orleans. He works at a place called, I think it's like August or autumn. I think it's called August. And he, uh, was on guys grocery games, uh, and it aired like two weeks ago. And I guess for people who don't know what that show is, it's like a like a cooking challenge show kind of thing, like Chopped or whatever, where it's like elimination based. But it takes place in a grocery store. And so like at the end, it's like it's sort of like um, supermarket dash type of thing, you know. So like they they have like the different rounds, but they'll be like, you have to make us a fancy breakfast, but you can only use aisles two, five and seven or, you know, whatever the fuck. There's all these wacky challenges, but he fucking won. And he fucking crushed it. And then he did the super. Have you been talking the whole time? Because I've been like connection lost like a motherfucker. Yeah, no, I know. I addressed that you weren't there. And then I've just been monologuing about. I've been just uh, mansplaining guys grocery games. It's Trying. not mansplaining when you're talking to an audience full of like who knows what, you know. 
I mean, I guess so. I mean, I'm still a man explaining things. I'm still mansplaining them. It's just explaining, dude. It's only it's only mansplaining when you're doing it to a, like a girl. I don't know. Maybe there's a girl who's listening. They're rolling her eyes and I'm at killing time by explaining guys grocery games. But anyway, my best friend for like 10 years fucking won guys grocery games. And like that's fucking so cool. Beat the shit out of the other people. Like he blew them out of the fucking water. Did he really? Oh, uh, yeah. Why'd you spoil it, dude? Because fucking watch did, did he it. win all rounds? Did he win all the rounds? Um, well, it's not, it does, you don't win the rounds. You just don't get eliminated. He was in the bottom two in the first round and then he won the second round, which was like the last round. And then mm-hmm. he did the like pick the items and put them in your cart for money thing. And then he got all the items. So he won the like $20,000. I don't know what it's going to be after taxes, but like it's fucking sick. Who cares, man? You got that. That's fucking so sweet. But the funniest, so- but, but no, no, no. Because the funniest part of all of it is that like they gave them all these little personas and That's they, what I'm saying. Yeah, rule breaker. Yeah, and they call James a rule breaker. There's a scene in the episode where Guy Fieri's like talking to James about whatever the fuck he's doing. And then Guy Fieri just looks at the camera and is like, this guy likes to party. And it's the funniest <laughs> thing. <laughs> and it's also funny because he talks in it. And he never talks. He's not a talker. Who, James? But in there, he's like talking about shit, you know? Oh, yeah, he definitely is like he's turning it on for the camera. It's it, it's, it was like very fun to see. It was also very, well, I wonder what they had to do to him to, to get him to, to like, you know, cause he also, when he talks, he has this very unsp- like, you know, it's a, he doesn't like project very well. So I wonder what they had to do to him to like get him to one speak up and then two actually be personal and like, open up a little bit. You know, I don't think I've ever heard him say anything except for yeah and no and I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I think it's because the cameras are on and he realized what it would do for his like his brand or his like, you know, his career, his name. He's also fucking vain. I love the motherfucker, but he's very vain. And so this is just a vanity exercise. Yeah. It's funny because I actually matched with this girl on Tinder who's also a chef. And I was talking to her about it and she had said she was supposed to be on that show. Mm -hmm. And she said uh, she decided not to because of there's like a whole whole self exploiting thing that they have you go through. And she, she had said that she wasn't, her ego wasn't big enough to like do it, you know, or be on TV. Yeah. You definitely have to like become a character and like commit to the bit when you're like on, on camera. But apparently, like, it's not, like, it It definitely is, like, a huge accomplishment that he got on there, and it's fucking awesome, and it was, like, very exciting to watch. I was, like, yelling at the TV the whole time and shit, but, like, uh, what's it? apparently, like, it is something that's, like, it's not super uncommon for, like, people to get on these cooking shows. I think a lot of it's just because they've been going on for so fucking long, and they just keep on needing, like, new people, you know? I was supposed to be on Top Chef. Were you really? Yeah. Right. Remember that? What? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot we were on a podcast for a second. Uh, Morgan's in the room. Um, but uh, I was like, I had, I had applied to be on Top Chef. And then um, I decided not to go to Philadelphia to do it, you know? What do you mean and do they, it? Like do a tryout or do the actual show? Yeah. So they have you cook up something and you're supposed to bring it and then they... Uh, I don't know if they heat, I don't think they heat it up actually, but 
You're supposed to make supposed something, to put it in the car, drive to Philadelphia. We'll microwave yeah. it. Well, you're supposed to cook it. And I guess I'd have it in like a fucking a little box that like keeps it warm, you know, like one of those silver lined things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, hopefully, hopefully they just like understand that that's like what's happening mm-hmm. and you're supposed to bring that. So I was going to do like, uh, you know, pistachio wasabi pressed salmon over some risotto or something. But I like in the thing you're supposed to describe how you prepare it and all that kind of stuff. So I had that all in there. And then I decided like I wasn't going to go. They had accepted me to go. I decided I wasn't going to go. But they had sent me another email trying to entice me to go Mm -hmm. after the fact. So like for round two, because I think they do a couple of them, you know? Yeah. So I guess the correct wording is like not that I was supposed to be on Top Chef. That was dumb. I shouldn't have said that. It was more like I was supposed to try out for Top Chef. <laughs> you got like the first callback for Top Chef. Yes. Yeah. That would have been so fucking tight if you would have got on Top Chef. Well, so it's interesting because like uh, when I was in high school, they had started this thing where you had to like do a senior project, right? Mm-hmm. As part of your graduation, uh, like rec- requirements. And, um, it only happened for like two years cause too many people weren't doing it, but I was one of the years that you had to do it. Yeah. And I was working at this place called Mama Lucia's and the chef there was like really good. Um, so he decided, uh, I decided for my senior project, it was going to be like chef related. So I had to create a menu and like all this, like a little, a video of me cooking stuff and to get me ready for it. I would play top chef at the end of the night with, with the chef that I worked with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would pick like something, you know, like a, like the thing we did was gorgonzola. So we had to like, I had to figure out something to do with gorgonzola, you know? Mm. And, uh, yeah. So yeah. And I think what I did was like poached pears with stuffed with gorgonzola, that kind of thing. That's, that, but it was awesome. That sounds pretty good actually. Yeah. It actually was really good. But I had created these dishes for these judges. And uh, yeah, so that was one of the things I, I had to feed them along with my menu and like a whole project. And I like, you know, got like an A plus on that shit. But like, like I said, they scrapped that shit because too many people weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Dude, now I just fucking, I remember when I first had Gorgonzola cheese. Were you like, ooh, smelly? Dude, I was like so reluctant to fucking try it. Cause, um, well, I just like had never had it. And so I like didn't really have much interest in it. I didn't think I would like it because it was like, it was like kind of weird looking and kind of stinky. But, um, my like college roommate's mom like made a bunch of like shit. And then one of the things was like a little appetizer that was just like, God damn. Which is like gorgonzola and fucking bread or something. And she like passed it to me and I was like, no thanks. And she was like, what the fuck, dude? And I was like, I don't, I've never had, I don't think I like that. And she's like, how do you not like gorgonzola cheese? I was like, I've never had it. And she's like, well, how the fuck do you know if you don't like it? If you never had it? Yeah. That's what I hate about people like you. And I was like, and I was like, okay, I guess. And then I tried it and it was like really good. I was also yeah. like 18 and like really, really, really high. And she like did not speak much English. So I was kind of just like intimidated to like be in the same room as her. My my thing is always try something if it's offered to you and you never tried it before and it's edible. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with that now, but again, too stoned to talk 18 year old with an Italian woman who barely speaks English. That sounds like the perfect time to try whatever it is she's going to give you. I mean, I and I learned from that to then do, you know, just that and try everything. And it was all very, very, very good. So I know blue cheese and gorgonzola are a little bit different, but I think I, I might have I think I might have told this story about like how I used to hate blue cheese and like um, how like my my whole thing is like if I don't like something, I keep eating it until I like it. You've brought that up. I remember you. you yeah, you so I definitely that. brought that up already about like going like when I worked at a restaurant, I didn't like blue cheese, but I wanted to like it. So I would just go by the salad uh, station, grab a like a bunch of blue cheese and put it in my mouth and go, ew, gross. And then I just kept doing that until one day I put it in my mouth and I was like, mmm, tasty. Do you understand how funny that would look just like to be someone who's forced to work with you and every single day? You just fucking walk past the salad station, shove your dirty, tiny little hands into the fucking blue cheese, just stuff your face with blue cheese and then gag. It's like, ew, gross. And then just force it down and then keep on walking. And every day you're just like shovel, smush, ew, ew, gross. And then one day you just like, you shovel it in your face. And you're like, hmm, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, I had someone, I had someone see me do it when I didn't like it yet or I, I still didn't like it um I forget what his name is but um he saw me do it and he was like what is wrong with you yeah dude exactly what is wrong with you and I explained to him I was like I don't know I just don't want to not like it I just want to like blue cheese because I'm I conditioning think that- myself to enjoy blue cheese yeah and it worked I fucking love blue cheese now it's like one of my favorite things ever no I fucking love that stinky stinky cheese I really oh man I love it so much it's so fucking good. Do you, have, do you have any on you, like in your house? Um, I don't know. Do we have any blue cheese? We don't have any blue cheese right now. We did for a while, though. Mm. Yeah, because I definitely did not get any, like, blue cheese dressing. I got a bunch of horseradish dressing when I was at the store last. Horseradish was, dressing? Like, just no, like, like horseradish sauce, like actual horseradish okay. stuff. Because, well, like, the way Is it that, that one with German wording on it? Um, I think I got one that was like mustard with horseradish and then I just got like actual like horseradish stuff too. Yeah. Ooh, now I want a sausage. Oh, I had a bratwurst for breakfast. I had the, that, that same thing, the breath, the best bratwurst I've had, the shit from Wisconsin. I had one of those this morning. Where do you get it at? My, my like boss gets it from her mom. Uh, like they do want, they did one of those like, uh, boxes, like you, you, you mail the boxes or whatever. So we had oh, like, the fuck, what is it called? Um, you know, butcher's box. It's not like that. It's legit. Like the company will mail you out shit, you know? And so they just got like a 10 pound box of sausage or whatever and, and like mailed it. I don't know, but I it's, told, I told you how I want to go to an actual butcher. Probably yeah. like never been. I've never been either. And I would love to do that. Um, there's like, you can take classes in the city where they'll like teach you how to, um, like they'll, 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 they do like a full, like a butcher course, like a kind of butchery one oh one. But then there's also courses like that where they'll, they'll teach you how to like cut the different parts of meat off of the different animals. So like they teach you how to like basically like dress a fucking pig and cut yeah. everything off of it and shit. Yeah. That'd be really fucking tight. Um, I've watched a pig get cut up at that restaurant I worked at because he, he would have these wine tasting nights. 
And I just remember like for the wine tasting night, he did something like with pork or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I go in the back in the freezer and there's a fucking just a pig sitting there. So you have to repeat that because the connection went out again. Wait, where at? When you were talking about walking into the back and seeing a pig. Oh, yeah. Well, he does the wine tastings and, you know, like I said, he he cut it up. Mm-hmm. I was able to see that whole thing. And it was very interesting, you know. Yeah. They just like cut it like little pieces and yeah, it's just crazy. Nice. I can't imagine just like looking up an animal. I guess I could. My mom's always like, how? because I, I, one of my goals is like to go hunting sometime. Like, have you ever been hunting? No, my dad hunts a lot. Um but I never went. I got my um, my hunter's permit when I was a kid. Like, I must have been like 12 or 11 or 13 or something. I like did like the course and like got my little certificate, but I never actually like went in to get like the license or whatever. Dude, I've always wanted to go and, um, you know, I've always wanted to like shoot deer. I don't know. My mom, my mom's always been like, how could you do that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, easy. You just point, fuck, shoot, you know? But I had always imagined shooting it in the fucking head and watching its head explode. And I thought that would be the better way to go because then you don't have like a bullet somewhere, you know? But you're supposed to shoot it in the lungs. And then, you know, but to me, like that, that, I don't know. Why can't you just shoot in the head? You're not going to eat the head, you know? You can shoot it in the head. You can shoot it in the neck too. I mean, it's a lot of it is just if you fucking shoot it, and it's not a fucking kill shot, then you got to track the motherfucker around. And that's like yeah. the most annoying part, you know? I don't think that on your first fucking hunt, one, you're going to even hit a deer, and two, if you hit it, it's going to be a one-shot kill. So you're going to have to well, track they call it. That one, that one shotgun shot, the buck shot, like, you're supposed to shoot like a big-ass deer on it, you know? Like, but that's like, that's the way worse because you have all these little balls. So when you start cooking it, like, aren't you going to like run into like, but that's also you- way harder to get. Cause you got to be real close to like really wallop them over with the fucking, with a shotgun. But it's called a buckshot. I so understand it's what it's called. Th- yeah. But like, that's, that's harder to do. I mean, you're going to want to use like a rifle and be up in a tree stand. You're just going to have to fucking sit oh, up yeah. there all day. For sure. But I'm just saying like, how do people... I don't know. Like, how are you supposed to use a buckshot? Because it just spreads out like a shotgun. You fucking you know? pick, I guess maybe it's more you fucking pick them out. You pick them out. Or when you realistically, what it is, is after you fucking you dress it and you cut the meat out when you're fucking eating that deer, like you're just going to be spitting out fucking buckshot. That's I mean, that's like some real shit, you know, did you <laughs> that's actually, um? that's some badass fucking shit. Just dude. eating it. Instead of a spittoon, it's just a fucking buckshot <laughs> on your fucking Dale Earnhardt plate. Yeah, Fu- dude. Fucking, um, did you see the thing in the news about the alligator in the harbor like yesterday or the other day? The inner harbor in Baltimore? <laughs> yeah, dude. There's a fucking alligator in the harbor. What? Mm-hmm. Why is it up here? Did someone, did someone have like as a pet and then? I legit could not find any more information aside from the fact that like people saw an alligator in the water and then they couldn't find it. <laughs> and no one knows like where the fuck it's from, but there was a fucking well, you know, alligator. An allig- there's an alligator in Frederick too. Really? Recently. Yeah. I, I, I have it in my Instagram. Yeah. I mean, my, um, 
Buckingham Falls? Like, what the fuck is an alligator doing there? I mean, it probably just fucking made its way up there one day. And then from just, where? <laughs> where is what? Yeah, I don't know. It sense. might have been dropped off there by someone who had a pet alligator or like someone had an egg. I don't fucking know how that shit happened. But that's the thing. Why are you having pet alligators? Nobody should have a fucking pet alligator, right? People, people love to have a, a, exotic pets. People like to have all that stuff, you know? My boss was theorizing that um, the alligator that people saw in the harbor was like an alligator that's been in in there for like years but it's just been so much traffic and like so dirty that it's just been like hiding you know or it's been just like in one very small specific area like fucking shit up over there and now that it's like clear like water and like cleaned up a little bit because of like not a lot of traffic and the pollution levels are down i mean all of these natural systems are cleaner now because there's, you know, way less pollution happening and there's way less people around and there's way, way less litter and stuff. So a lot of the waterways are cleaner and a lot of the, you know, like right when this shit happened, people were being like, there's dolphins, there's dolphins in the national Harbor. There's dolphins in Venice, like all this like weird shit that I don't think is real, but like, yeah, dude, like, I don't think that like uh, two weeks in the quarantine, there were fucking dolphins in Venice, but you know, maybe, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if that alligator was legit, like some dude in fucking like Edgewater or Dundalk just like got drunk and bought a fucking alligator from his buddy Ron. And then they just had it in the backyard and then it escaped like 10 years ago and they never told anybody because they didn't want the fucking DNR or like the game wardens to come after him. Yeah, do you think there's like a Baltimore Joe Exotic somewhere with like all these fucking fancy ass fucking creatures? I would imagine in the greater Baltimore area there's like a lizard dude or like a fucking reptile dude, you know? Yeah, probably the guy that owns Tallulah's. I don't know what that means. Oh. But yeah. I Carla knows. There has to be a fucking like some idiot around here who's like super into fucking alligators or like super into fucking snakes or like snapping turtles or whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I've always wanted a snake. Me too. I uh, felt a snake for the first time a couple years ago and it was super trippy. Super trippy? Yeah. They're, they're, they're interesting that I like hold. It was like, it was probably like a foot and a half or like two feet long. Maybe a little longer than that. And it like wrapped around my arm and it was just really fucking weird to like feel all of its like muscles and shit. What kind of snake was it? Was it, let me guess, a king snake? I don't know. I think it was a, what, a ball python or whatever. It's like the, whatever, like the, it's not fucking huge. Like, I guess it grows to be big, but it's just like a, like a sizable, like house snake. It's not that yellow one, right? That cool yellow one that people have. No, it was green. Green. Yeah. I think. It was dark colored. Oh, it wasn't dark, yellow. Dark green, dark black, yeah. Yeah, t- probably a ball python. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but all I remember is just like feeling it and it was really, really, really fucking like not uncomfortable, but it was just fucking crazy because there's there was no bones in it, you know? It was just like this weird like the way that it oh, like they- moved its muscles around, but you, I mean I couldn't feel it. Cause it was like wrapped around my arm and it was like slithering like up my arm, but doing it like 
They had a really long spine with a rib cage thing. Yeah, I understand that, but you can't feel that when it's like wrapped around you, like slithering up you. It like moves yeah. like the worm kind of. It does like the wave on you. So it's just like this. It's very, very strange. Yeah. Speaking of fucking strange, did you uh, <laughs> did you hear uh, Joe Biden's sick nickname for Trump? Oh, God. What is it? Tweety. Okay. That's not too bad. Really? It's kind of like a, it's got like a homophobic vibe to it. You think so? Tweety. Because it's obvious because he tweets a lot. Mm-hmm. But Tweety, like with a Y, that's like a, that's like a, you know. I don't know. It's, a flam- it's flamboyant. You think it's flamboyant to have Y at the end of your name? Uh, yeah. Jordani. Gay. Rob, Robbie. <laughs> I mean, that's IE. Your name is IE, right? Yeah, I don't do the Y. Oh, but your your actual name is Robert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does no, anyone? No you should shit. be called Bill. I should be called what? Bill, right? Isn't that the short thing for Robbie? No, that's William. Uh, what's the short thing? Oh, Bob. There's Bob. There's Rob. If any of them, I'm gonna do Bert. Bert? Yeah, definitely. My granddad was Bob. You'd have to be a lot fatter to be Bert. I'm working on it. I gotta become... Are you working on getting fatter now? I thought, I no, thought no, I'm on... not. I'm working on not being fat. Um, No, I couldn't do... I couldn't do Bob. I would never do Rob. I've always hated that. Some people in my family call me that and I kind of fucking hate it. But no one fucking listens to me. Um, Did... uh? Okay, so... I wanted to kind of update you on some more right-wing meme stuff. Okay. Because I know that you don't ever see them. I, like, I ended up, unfortunately, um, finding myself, like, real deep into, like, right-wing Facebook, like, 4chan territory. Like, a lot of, like, Keck people. Like, fucking Pepe people. Yeah. And so there were two things that I kept on seeing this week that like kind of stood out to me as stuff that either like people should look at, uh, not like look out for. I don't really think you're going to see it from like random ass people. But uh, the one that was weird was people were taking the CARES Act, C-A-R-E-S, and they were reappropriating it to create, create a right wing ethno state. And they were saying how much they support CARES, but then cares meant create a right-wing ethno state okay so that was like really no state in there like that's like really bad well yeah that's what i'm saying like this is like a whole portion of like that that corner of the internet is uh is people who like are very unabashedly about this like these are all people who have like guy fox avatars on their fucking Twitters and their Facebooks and stuff. But so that was like a one thing that I saw that was really fucking dumb. And the other one that's like really insane is that people have been substituting, uh, the N word for the word jogger in reference to that dude that got murdered in, uh, in Georgia. What do you get murdered from? You didn't hear about all that shit. No. 
Yeah. You he, can't just assume I heard something. You got to ask me. It, it was no. like really, really, really big on the news for like weeks and weeks and weeks. He was a, like an unarmed black kid who got shot by like a father and son. Um, And then the like the reasoning or whatever was that there was a bunch of break-ins in that neighborhood. And so they thought that this kid was like suspicious. So they like, they saw him running in a neighborhood and they tried to stop him and he wouldn't stop. And then they said that there was like a struggle and then the gun went off and like he got shot or whatever. And then like video surveillance came out of like them just straight up, like chasing him in a truck and then jumping out of the truck and like, attacking him and like shooting him basically. Right. Yes. And then this whole narrative became like that he was, uh, running around in this neighborhood and he had like broken into a construction site and this neighborhood had experienced a bunch of like break-ins. And then other people were saying that there weren't any break-ins in the neighborhood and like no one had reported all this stuff or whatever this, you know, and then it sort of became this whole thing where like, people were protesting or showing awareness to this situation by jogging. They were like jogging for this kid, like jogging for this dude. Um, and then the opposition to that became a thing where like, how can you jog in Timberlands? Like with a hammer, like, and like security footage then came up of him, like trespassing in this construction site or whatever. And so like that became justification for the people who thought that it was okay for this kid to get murdered by being like, he broke into a construction site and was trying to steal stuff and then got caught and ran. And then when this ex cop or whatever the fuck told him to stop running, he wouldn't stop. And that's why they killed him. It's like a whole real fucked up thing. Um, yeah. But uh, do they get arrested or anything like these dudes. Well, that's the thing is they weren't arrested for a long time because Georgia has pretty intense, like stand your ground laws. And so they like, just had to say as, like as much as Florida, huh? As much as Florida? I mean, I don't know, like, the comparison between the two, but it was, like, intense enough for them to literally say, like, it was self-defense. Like, we got into a fight with this dude and, like, a gun went off and then they just straight up got off. Like, there was never really any investigation or anything. That and, shit makes me so fucking mad. But then the footage came out and then, like, it went viral again in public again and then they, they did get, uh, they got arrested for for it i haven't heard anything that's really progressed in that case but like with like the legal action taken against them or whatever but anyway so they're, they're just calling black people joggers yeah but like very openly on these like f like message boards being like instead of using the like instead of using the n-word but them actually saying the n-word you know um or instead of saying like all these other like, you know, derogatory nicknames for black people, we should start using jogger because no one will know what that means, LOL. And then all these other people being like, fuck you, I'm going to start using that. That's really clever. That's really cool, man. Like, fuck these joggers. I hate joggers. Joggers are the worst. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. So if you know any weird fucking right wing people and you start seeing them complain about joggers all the time, they are complaining about black people. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really disappointing. But it that's is, the yeah. state of our country, guys. Uh, I just hate in the winter when I like, <laughs> I just remember one time in the winter, I was like, my mom said, watch out for black ice on my way home. And it just sounds like black guys, you know? Jesus Christ, Jordan. <laughs> but yeah, that, what? no, it's just that your mother probably said the latter more than once. 
Oh, she's, yeah. Yeah. Now, Jordan, be careful walking home. Watch out for black guys. Like, what'd you say? Yes, I did. (laughs) Watch out for black guys. Watch out for black guys. Jesus Christ. Um, but no, it's actually interesting, maybe, because uh, the town that all that shit where the where he got shot, I feel really shitty because I don't know his fucking name. And um, let me see if I can actually pull it up really quickly. Yeah, find out his name. But um, the town that he got shot in was um, Brunswick, Georgia. And um, I have played two shows in that town. Really? Yeah. What do you remember being like honky dory? What? Do you remember being really honky dory? No, I remember people saying that it was like the poorest county in the country. Oh. It was like really fucking intense. It was like really, really depressing being in there. It's like an hour ish or something outside of uh, Savannah, Georgia. But yeah. it's like maybe like the poorest place I've ever seen aside from like some of like the deep rural south. It was like okay. it was like very, very startling to like drive through this town. But like there was some dude there that had a fucking venue and we got a random show there one year because we were supposed to play. Vikings or what? No. Um, Islet played there twice and then Alter played there once on the tour that Islet and Alter did together. Uh, so it was re- kind of more recent. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you the years, but maybe 2015 or 16. And then whenever Islet did the big U S tour and I forget what year that was. Um, but like the first time we played, it was supposed to be in uh, Savannah and then the show got dropped. Yeah. What do you wait? What are you guys doing now because of this stuff? You just aren't playing. You aren't practicing. No, we're not practicing. Um, we're just kind of waiting it out, waiting to see what's going on. Uh, wife kisser was supposed to record literally the day they did the shutdown. So that didn't happen. But Islet like has a um, an LP that we just got back that we're putting out soon. We like nice. got everything ready before everything got locked down, so we were kind of going to be chilling now, anyways. Kind of, I mean, we like had some other stuff written for some other shit, but that's just kind of on hold. All of it's on hold. But anyway, long story short, is we played a really weird show there uh, one time because uh, a, a kid from the high school in that town was playing, like his band was playing. So like a bunch of high schoolers came out and it was really, really weird. They were all really nice. and We made a lot of money, but everyone was like, our town sucks. Our town's really scary. Our town's crazy. And then so we were coming through the area a, a year or two later and I booked a show there with the guy who runs it. Not one person showed up to that show. Like, I don't even think we had an opening band. Um, We might well, have had an opening band, but I don't remember if we did or not. Yeah, it was really intense. Hey, did you actually play? Yeah, we played. Um, and played to nobody? We played to the dude who owned the venue, you know. <laughs> Whatever. That's so awkward. It was funny. Um, And then the whole time he was just talking about how, like, racist that town is and how fucked up that town is and, like, how poor and just, like, how he's leaving and all this shit. But, like... Like, as you're playing... Was he like, this, this town's really racist. <laughs> I wish that that was, just, he was just like sitting there just talking over our set. Be like, I can't See, wait to leave this racist ass town. Yeah. That happened to uh, us and uh, when we were in Sea Bears, or not me and you, just when, when I was in Sea Bears, we played in Michigan and we played to like, there was like nobody showing up. So we were like, oh, I guess we'll play. So we started playing, and like literally at our last song, all these people started piling in. So we were like, 
fuck it, let's just redo the entire set. So we like replayed the entire set again. Um, the the dude who got killed, his name is Ahmed Arbery. I don't know if I said it correctly. A H M A U D A R B E R Y. Ahmed Arbery, I think. Um, this episode goes out to him. Oh, one hundred percent, dude. That fucking it's it's so fucked up what happened to that dude. Yeah. But um, yeah, he got fucking shot by a father and son duo. And like they didn't get charged originally because I guess the dad had connections with like the fucking DA or some bullshit in the county. And then after it went viral, he got, you know, he got locked up or some shit. Yeah. It was like some real small town shit, you know, some real racist small town shit happening. But yeah, no episode goes out to him 100%. I know that really means a lot, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, Fuck. <laughs> so wait, uh, we got like 10 minutes left or whatever. Have you been following the um, the Heroes Act stuff? The stuff they're trying to pass? Well, I know it went to the Senate and then what happened after that? I can't find any. I mean, as of right now, I mean, today's what, May 21st? I can't fucking find anything like that. They're supposed to fucking talk, start debate. Start debating on it like I know that like I saw a thing where like McConnell was just saying that like it's not going to fucking happen and like how he's just like not going to keep on giving people money like and I think this thing is like the Democrats knew that it was nothing like they just want they want them to put up something to go back to the house because they they already they put all this stuff in there because they know that they're going to there's going to be negotiations things are going to be taken out things are going to be put in so that's what they're waiting on. But if Mitch McConnell is just going to be like, no, we're not going to do anything like, dude, the country's going to see that, dude. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Trump has 33 percent of the population, but that's not enough to win if you like alienate like a bunch of those people that crossed over in the first place. I mean, and they're they're watching dude, for sure. No, they are. I mean, you can't just let people fucking go, you know, I mean, they're going to because that was the whole thing that McConnell said where he was like. I'm not going to keep on paying people more money than they would be making if they went to work is like verbatim what he said. Yeah. And so like, it's just become a whole thing. But I think like in the heroes act, they tried to make it to the college. Cause like a lot of people didn't get stimulus checks who were in college because they were claimed as dependents of like their parents still, you know? Yeah. I thought they fixed all that though. They fixed it for the, the new one for the heroes act. That's part yeah, of the new legislation is that they're trying to make it so that if you are a college student, you will be able to get the $1,200. But, um, cause those are the people that can go out and spend it on anything. Cause they don't have any, um, really bills. Well, I mean, if your fucking student loans are up and you have to pay for housing talking, and food and stuff, I'm talking about people that get all their shit paid for by their parents. I mean, yeah, I don't know how many people like that there really are anymore. I mean, there definitely are some, but I don't think that that's like, the typical college experience. I mean, that wasn't mine, at least. That wasn't many people that I know. It wasn't like that. That was mine for the first two years of college. But my my parents were like, after the second year, you got to fucking take out loans. Yeah, I just did loans the whole way through. That's why I stopped going. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, fuck that. And then I took out student loans to go to a different stupid school. It, my student loan story is awful. 
I mean, I'm still paying that shit off. I'm almost done paying off one of my loans because uh, I went to school the year that they switched over from private loans to board of education based loans. Uh huh. So I have one loan that was out through like a bank and then everything else is done like through the department of education, like through Nelnet or whatever. Which one are you almost done? The private one, because that was like, cause when I was doing that, it was a thing where like, like I had to apply for like multiple loans. So I would get like a loan at a certain set interest rate, like for $4,000 and then a different one for $5,000 and then a different one for $6,000. And they like each, like they would have like a limit for like each fucking like interest rate for like, for the loan, like repayment. Right. So I ended up doing like a few that way. Well, I had to do one. And then like, I think my, my parents did one at like in that fashion. And then, a couple months later, they were like, we're consolidating everything through Nelnet and the Board of Education. So my like big loan is all like through through that shit. But I'm almost done my like my little private loans like to I don't know, Wells Fargo or something. I mean, this was 2009, so I don't even fucking remember. Well, that's good. You're going to have a good credit. I do not have bad credit. I didn't have a credit card until two or three years ago. And what are you waiting on? Why don't you um, buy a house like you said you were going to do? Because then I got a credit card and when my credit card and my credit score immediately went to shit because I maxed out that credit card super quick. Why'd you do that? Because I went on tour for six weeks. Oh, God. I mean, if I didn't have it on that tour, I would have been completely fucked financially. But like, I just like ran out of money real quick. How much was on there? Huh? How much was on there? Oh, not not even enough for it to be like interesting, but it was like enough to like really fuck my money up with how much money I was making at the time, like two grand or something like nothing crazy. Right. But it was just like a lot. It was it was a pretty big hole for like, you know, making 10 bucks an hour or whatever, you know? Yes. Yeah, for sure. It was it was because I fucking broke my phone like three days before we left for tour. I fucking fell down the steps. We were living in a basement and I got really drunk and I fucking tripped down the steps and just slid down the entire set of stairs on my ass. And my phone. Is that when you live with door? Yeah. Yeah. That's when I live with door. And then the, my phone just shattered in my back pocket. Damn. Are you still friends with him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We still talk. We still talk. Um, but, um, yeah. So that's why my fucking, my shit got all fucked up. And then it's like taking me until like around now to really get out of that hole. Cause like I'll just go through those spells where I have like a bad week or a bad month and then just put everything on the credit card, you know? Yeah. Mean. Also my interest rate was really fucked up cause I had like an Amazon card and then I had to switch it over through my bank and it became a whole thing. And then like Christmas happened or whatever. Jesus. Yeah, dude, it was pretty bleak. Um, well, your credit is not nearly as bad as mine. I can tell you that. Yeah, no, I know for a fact that it's it's not as bad as yours. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but it's I know it's probably bad. embarrassing, um, or just at least stressful. Um, yeah, like I can't find anything on this fucking uh, Heroes Act bullshit. I know that. Uh, what for April 2020, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that 25% of 20 to 24 year olds in the labor force are unemployed. For those 16 to 19 years old, the number grows to 32.2%. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. Like these. That's un- insane. Yeah, these unemployment numbers are wild. This is all from a Forbes article, by the way, that I'm reading from, so no one can get me for plagiarism or whatever. Um. 
Because a taxpayer is allowed to claim a full-time student between the ages of 19 and 24 as a dependent, and under the CARES Act, those who are 17 and older and claimed as dependent were not eligible for aid. Many families were not eligible to receive the $500, the $500 in aid given for those younger children than 16. In other words, families with dependents in the 17 to 24 age group are entirely excluded from receiving any money for the child. So not only can the individual not file, but also the parents uh, right. couldn't fucking claim you so either. Whole bunch of missing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the stakes are especially high for college students. In total, 11 million college students work. Over 8 million of those students, or 75%, work 20 hours or more. Of those, 4.4 million students work 35 hours or more. Even though unemployed college students have bills to pay, the CARES Act cut them out of any relief package. So I think that that's one of the big reforms they're trying to make to the whole aid process that's happening. I mean... I mean, it's still fucking insulting that we're having to go through this bullshit over a one-time $1,200 payment, and, like, it's not going to fucking happen. It's just straight up not going to happen in any productive way until the fall. I guarantee you, I'll put money on it right fucking now. We're going to go through this song and dance for the entire fucking summer of not having, like, no one knows what to fucking do, and the fucking unemployment sites don't fucking work, and, like, like I still know people in fucking Maryland who haven't even gotten any of their fucking unemployment yet. Which is crazy. Yeah, because they can't fucking get now, through. Yeah, and, and and they still haven't frozen rents, but I guess nope. they can't get evicted, though, either, so. Uh, that's a whole thing that I was trying to figure out at work, because as of right now, the courts are opening back up, like, June the 4th. Oh, God. I think it's the fourth. It's somewhere around then. So if, if you're doing like the rent strike stuff and you're just like not paying your fucking rent, um, they're going to open up the fucking courts in the beginning of June. So if you're able to pay your rent for June, you should consider doing that unless you're going to talk to your landlord. Like if you physically can't do it, obviously you should talk to your landlord or whatever, but if you're just doing it out of like protest or whatever, or just like not wanting to pay, like I'm, I don't fucking care whatever the reason is, but like if you physically can pay, uh, be prepared to maybe pay starting in June. Um, because if the courts are open, like they've still been able to submit filing, but they're all being stayed or whatever. So like they're not being looked at, they're just kind of being filed in the order they've been submitted, but no one's fucking looking at them. But that's going to all change in the beginning of June. Um, I saw that there were some counties like not in Maryland in other states where they just straight up were like, Jordan, it is so fucking distracting and disgusting that you're flossing your teeth right now. <laughs> Why is it distracting, dude? Because it's, it's like fucking flossing. gross. It's like I'm looking in the worst mirror in the entire world. God, you're a fucking nightmare, dude. This is why you have to pay for Tinder. And this is why only dogs fucking accept you on there. God damn you, Jordan. But, um, yeah, no, there's some counties that already reported shit where they were like, you know, in the beginning of June, like we're fucking coming and we're going to put a fucking eviction notice on your door and you'll have 24 hours and we're going to be as nice as we can. So if you're doing rent strike stuff, you need to figure out within your county or your city and also your state uh, what's happening with their court systems. Uh, if I find anything out at work, I will definitely like say something on here to try and help people out. Like I try to keep up you with that. Some lawyers though, too. I mean, I'm sure there's some lawyers that would love to like take your side. I don't know what ground. God damn you, Jordan! 
I don't really know like what grounds people are really going to have, you know, I mean, if the state of emergency is over and stuff like that, like then that really lifts the moratorium or whatever. It's not over. But that's like, it's a real gray area because like in Maryland, it's supposed to be as long as like there's a state of emergency happening that nothing can happen, but then people can still file stuff starting in June once the courts open up because the courts are going to open back up. So technically you can still file. I don't know what action is going to be taken, but the people I know who are involved in like real estate and stuff, like they're all like marking their fucking calendars for that day to when they can start fucking evicting people who aren't paying. You know, the people I know who are lawyers, like haven't told me anything substantial about like how to protect citizens aside from like talking to your fucking landlord and working something out. So like, I don't, I have no fucking idea what to say to anybody who's like really going through that shit, but like people need to be prepared, you know, it's really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. There should have been a, there should have been a rent and mortgage freeze, but you know, no, there should have been, but nothing is going to happen until closer to the election. I I'm fucking guarantee it. McConnell's going to fucking sit on his hands and fuck with everybody until it comes time for the fucking election cycle to really come to fruition. And then what's going to happen is all of a sudden they're going to start throwing money at people so that they'll say, look, we Republicans are helping you guys out right now. Like we just gave you guys fucking $3,000, you know, I guarantee you without fail, that's what's going to happen. They are going to milk this shit for as long as they can and save up all of their money and all their bargaining chips that they have. And then they're just going to throw them at everybody all at once, instead of spreading it out, they're going to throw it all at everybody in the fall to try to help the Republicans, you know, maintain yeah. or get power, however you really want to really want to look at that. That's what's going to happen, man. People are going to fucking fall for it. Um, I want to end. We got to end soon. I want to end on a very chipper note. Um, did you see that Trump is saying that he's going to refuse federal aid? for the states that are supporting mail-in voting. Can he do that? You can kind of do whatever he wants at this point. I mean, legal precedent is out the window. It's when we've kind of known that for years now, but it was Nevada and um, Michigan, I believe. Those are the two right now where uh, he was going on this like fucking tweet storm about about how they're going going ahead and moving forward with mail-in ballot measures and sending stuff out for people to do mail-in voting and if and if they continue to do it then he's going to like freeze their federal aid and he's not going to accept their federal aid like he's not going to accept their like aid requests and all this stuff and he's going to punish the governors for for like trying to like go ahead and like have these like rogue states. I forget what the fuck he said. He said some crazy shit like that. I don't know if he called them rogue states, but he basically was implying that like these states and their like state level government are like going against the country or whatever. And they're, they're trying to do mail-in voting and all this stuff. And then he, you know, again was trying to say that it's like ripe with fraud and how it's just going to be so fraudulent and like all this bullshit. And it's, it's just a fucking nightmare. It is a nightmare, especially because there's a bunch of states that have just been doing it forever. And like, I don't understand how people can ignore that. Don't you do that in the army too? Like if you're in the armed forces, you do mail-in voting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could you still fucking vote if you're like, you know, overseas? Yeah, for sure. Um, but people are stupid, dude. Yeah. We're it's dealing with very frustrating. People are very stupid and it really, yeah. 
It really is. Uh, it's mind boggling. They're literally they're not listening to any news or anything. They're just listening to what Trump says. So he could say anything, and they'll just like fucking suck his dick on that. I mean, people are fucking idiots. I mean, dude. this is part of the plan, There's though, fucking right? Fucking honky tonk little motherfuckers in the middle of fucking West Virginia or fucking Arkansas who like are fucking rural ass fucking idiots that like don't fucking have. You know, they don't make anything and they think that this fucking billionaire from New York is on their fucking side. Give me a fucking break. If you believe that, you're a dumbass piece of shit. Those aren't the people who I really have an issue with because those are people where the system failed them to a point to where like it's not their fault that their lives are fucking terrible. Like not necessarily those regions, but like that type of just like there is no hope for them. Like those type of people I, I have a lot of sympathy for because they were they were failed. Uh, the, the system failed them, but no, the problem is like an asshole, man. Well, the problem is like fucking just suburban people. It's people who live in the suburbs of, you know, any fucking well, city. Suburban women, they voted for Democrats in that last midterm election though. They, they like switched over. I'm telling you, man, with all this shit that's happening right now, like it is, switched over. it is a lot of fucking suburbanites who are the ones who are supporting the Republicans because the Democrats are such fucking failures that they buy into this binary system shit. And also these are the communities that have been for a long time, like their blue collar constituents are very big on like the anti-intellectualism and a lot of the like college is a waste of time stuff. Like we've talked about it before where like they feel galvanized by being like, I went to trade school and I made a bunch of money and my fucking dumbass nephew went to school for history. And now he's working a fucking subway and living in my basement. So like part of what's happening now is like the education system is being systematically defunded. We're having like just dumb people everywhere. And then these people who have been saying that like the education system is flawed the whole time, even when it wasn't as bad then can now look at what's happening and be like, look how bad our education system is. I've been telling you guys this the whole fucking time. We got to get fucking rid of it. We got to privatize it. We got to do all this shit. But then, you know, studies have proven that when you have not dumb areas, but, you know, areas with lower base levels of education or quality of education, they tend to be more vote more conservative. They tend to be Republican controlled areas because unfortunately the, the the data seems to show that people with lower education levels you know are more susceptible to the the conservative talking points and i guess you could argue that they're easier to kind of control because a lot of the conservative talking points at this point really revolve around like we are good guys here are bad guys you know yeah so that's the whole thing it's a whole thing that I could articulate better if I was actually like prepared to do Christians so. Christians too. Bunch of dumbass Christian fuckers. Yeah, the anti-intellectualism in the United States uh, has been rearing its head in conservative circles for a long time. And with uh, Betsy DeVos uh, systematically defunding and really just fucking tanking our education system, it's only going to get worse. And there's going to be a bigger divide between the educated and the not educated and there will be a stigma on people who are educated. It's I don't want to make like historical comparisons to like other totalitarian and authoritarian regimes, but like these are things that have happened as like that ended up being precursors to a lot of like fucking atrocities where like the first people who really get targeted or systematically eliminated are like intellectuals or like doctors or like professors or like smart people and stuff because yeah, you don't want to be an alarmist, but I mean, 
things are not looking good. Yeah, no, I don't want to be an alarmist. But in in these situations where people are trying to consolidate power, um, if you want to do it through like authoritarian, like strongman tactics, the easiest way to do that is to make sure people are dumb because dumb people are easy to control. And, you know, argue. I mean, I would argue that people on the right really want to control people more than people on the left. Not to open up this whole can of worms, uh, you know, but just in general. I think, well, people on the left are, you know, there's a lot of people on both sides are looking out for corporate interests, at least the ones that like have that are kind of, you know, center. Mm -hmm. If you're in the center, you're looking out for corporate interests. You're just trying to be there. You're, you're looking to make whoever happy as long as you get paid in the end for helping out these corporate interests, whatever they may be. And by that, I mean, it could be ExxonMobil. It could also be like Whole Foods or uh, I guess or now Amazon, Amazon or Target, yeah. you know, or Best Buy. Yeah. No, I mean, we got to end it. Um, we can talk about this on either the Patreon episode or on another episode, but I have a lot of feelings about like the idea of like reforming the Democratic Party. Um, I had a discussion about that today that went about as, as well as I thought it would go with someone who's like really into DSA. Um, yeah, yeah, it became a whole thing for a couple minutes. Um, but all right, we should end it. So yeah, thanks. Did you get any uh, new people from any new countries? Uh, no, I didn't see any in the past like two days. So, but those people have been listening. So whoever the fuck is listening overseas, you know, for the most part, they did it more than one episode. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, we are going to try to step up our game on other platforms. We should have YouTube stuff up <laughs> soon. Hopefully by the time this is up, we'll have stuff on YouTube. If not shortly after. Um, and then we're just like working on a bunch of other stuff. We're trying to, you know, kick things up a notch, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for fucking listening. Tell your fucking friends. Please fucking rate us. Give us a good rating or whatever. Um, you know, subscribe, like all that bullshit. We have a Patreon where we do a bonus episode a week. Um, we get more personal. And a Gmail account if you want to ask us questions or like need some shout outs or something. We'll shout you out if your question is good enough or whatever. You know, uh, it's just Bolsheviks at gmail.com. Yeah, but if you actually want to talk to us, we have a Discord chat that's connected with our patreon we actually will like legit talk to you on there um yeah if you actually want to fucking talk. if for some reason you don't know us personally and don't want to just like text one of us like you can <laughs> you can pay money and I'll, I'll i'll talk to you because i i i've signed a contract i've signed a verbal contract yeah you know for five dollars right. a month I'll, I'll answer your texts all right guys thank you bye